0: Signing up couldn't be easier. Just visit printondemandcast.com slash VIP and enter your email. Don't let another day of potential pass you by. Become a part of the VIP list, grab your annual design calendar, and let's dive into a year of inspired creating together. We'll see you on the other side.
1: Welcome back to the Print On Demand Cast. In this episode, we're going to talk about the easiest way to expand your print on demand business. Let's get into it. what's up pod pals welcome back to the print on demand cast we're so happy to have you here with us for another exciting entertainment packed education filled dad joke ridden episode of the print on demand cast joining me as always travis ross from make your mark design travis happy recording day how about yeah. that it's it's a it's ambiguous no one knows when that is no one
0: no one who has ever listened to our podcast in the past, where we tell you how many days before it's released, uh, knows. Yeah, no. Nope. For so all that, you know, we that's... could
1: have recorded this before Orlando. You guys yeah. have no idea. Yeah, no idea. Yeah. We did <laughs> not. <clears throat> no, we got the duck in Orlando actually. So yeah, yeah. He's a now permanent set piece. Shout out to well Streamyard because that's what we used to record this. Um, sure. Anyway. How's your day? What's going on in the world of make your mark design? What's new? Yep. What's happening before
0: we get into, you know, all the, the nitty gritty. Sure. No, lots of, uh, you know, lots of, um, meetings today had meetings with nice. uh, all my VAs did the one-on-ones and, um, got all of us on the same page with a bunch of stuff we're doing. And, um, then had, a. Uh, uh, had a, had a, another meeting with another person one of my um, w- one of my clients actually uh, had to cancel last minute for a mm. coaching thing that i was doing with him um, so he had to reschedule that but that gave me a lot more time in the afternoon so i was actually actually uh, was asked to write an article for the apparelist uh, website mm-hmm. um, and so i Kind of, I knocked that out today. I was pretty, pretty proud of myself because it's like a thousand words. It's a lot of writing okay. and, you know, just thinking through it and all that. Um, but yeah, then I uh, went and picked up my daughter from school, came back here, and um, and now we're recording the podcast. How about you? How was nice. your uh, not <clears throat> script, not named day my, of the week? My vague day that ends in Y. Well,
1: I'll tell you, uh, <clears throat> lots of meetings uh, for me too. Tuesday is always like for my day job. Just the like five-and-a-half-hour Zoom call or Google mm-hmm. Meet call. And then uh, I'm training my current replacement, who will be taking my position um, when I transition what? out of that spot next week, which I realize saying... now that I'm saying it in person to you in front of everyone that's in listening. In front of everyone? That so I what didn't... you're saying is
0: that you're going to... Pippet!
1: That's right. Kind of. I mean, it's still in the same industry. Uh, but I will be leaving um my current day job which is basically recruitment and kind of hr so the gal that i'm training she has lots of experience in it so i met with her yesterday at the office in uh, in lakewood and she was like yeah i know how to do all of this i'm like well sweet i don't know why i'm here for another week but have a great time <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was pretty much <clears throat> how i how i felt about the whole thing but um so yeah lots of meetings lots of interviews and now here we are recording here another episode of the print on demand cast and so why don't we get into it right away there's lots of stuff that we're going to cover a really awesome Mm -hmm. point of interest that is i think it's obviously it's interesting but it's an it's an interesting development in terms Mm -hmm. of platform options and availability Uh, and then of course in the main event stay tuned because we're going to get into the easiest way to expand your print on demand business and you're not going to want to miss that either but before we get there it's everyone's favorite time it's the weekly dad
2: joke time for the weekly dad joke.
1: All right. Are you, who is, who is delivering this? I don't you, know. I, I, I kind of want to, but I do mean, it. no, you do it or are you okay. Yeah, you do it. You're fine.
0: Right. I, yeah. All right. So anyway, a thief um, in Paris planned to steal some paintings from the Louvre, which as if you know anything about the Louvre, they got their security pretty locked down. So after careful planning, he actually got past security, stole the paintings, and he made it safely to his van. However, he was captured only two blocks away when his van ran out of gas. When asked how he could mastermind such a crime and then make such an obvious error, he replied, Monsieur, that is the reason I stole the paintings. I had no money to buy the gas to make the van go. It's it's a yep. It's a culture dead joke. You gotta you gotta know. Yep. We just isolated every single uh, French listener right with that joke. So we yep. apologize for people who aren't
1: familiar with French Renaissance painters and the like.
0: <laughs> uh, I've never been to Louvre. I went
1: to an art museum in Sweden though. I saw an original Van Gogh, and oh, it was wow. it was a painting so i don't really i mean i I, obviously don't have a whole lot of appreciation for the i I know it's obviously a skill i don't know what goes into it so i can't be like wow look at the breast strokes on i don't know why i'm doing it now so uh anyway that is this week's (laughs) weekly dad joke and uh, we're gonna head right into this week's point of interest
0: well howdy partner Welcome to the point of interest part of the P.O.D. cast. So grab your hat and hold on tight
2: because we got some learning to do.
1: All right. all right take out my headphone for that last part because, my God. So um, this week's point of interest is uh, it was shared by um, one of our <laughs> one of our Facebook group members or podcast pod pals i guess that's what you all are is print on demand pals uh it was shared (laughs) by one of you um and it's very i'm i'm curious about this travis it Mm is maker place not marketplace maker place presented by michael's and you're thinking michael's like jackson no like jordan also no like the craft store that would be the one uh it was probably your last guest too but it's here maker place <laughs> by uh michaels and if you're watching on video over on youtube or printondemandcastcom on slash youtube you can see the screen share here so travis man
0: yeah. tell us about maker place what's going on here it's it's cool i i don't know i mean i feel like it could have some print on demand um uh, you know people could that are doing print on demand could potentially Get onto this platform, but it's it's a new platform that Mike has mm-hmm. put out. Um, it not only allows you to make to sell your handmade items, which is obviously where print on demand could potentially come into play. If you're doing them at your house, or you know, if you're actually making these, um, then technically they're handmade. You could even argue that even though you aren't making them and you have a vendor making them, they're still handmade. So that could be a place, another place to expand. But you can also sell um seats basically or or subscriptions i guess to live online classes um and you can make money from that and you can share how to's with uh like you know you could make a list of all the things that you need to to make this one you know handmade item or whatever and all of those are going to be affiliate links to Michaels and you so you can earn a commission um on those supply lists it's it's really really kind of cool they've got a on this page they've got, you can see it right there. They've got the, um, the whole thing kind of broken down as far as like the fees and there's two different tiers. There's a basic and a professional uh, tier. Um, The basics free to get started. You just, you pay a 4% referral fee on anything that you sell. Whereas a professional, you're paying a little bit more, but you have a smaller referral fee. So um, you just got to work, do the math on that, you know, but um, you can make, uh you know these you can make a class you could put it on there you could show someone how to sublimate a coffee mug and and yeah. allow people to buy uh you know that subscription or that you know that class and learn how to do that um and then you get rewards so maybe you're teaching them how to do something with like a, a, a cricket you know sub sublimated coffee you know or a mug maker and maybe I don't know this for a fact but maybe Michael sells it so when you made the class or the you know the teaching that shows how to do that and you tag that little uh you know the cricket in your in your video or in your marketing materials you'll get a commission on that so i don't know if anybody's going to be interested in that part of it but there's also the listing part right
1: yeah, so the listing part, you can see here, I'll add this back on uh, to the stage if you're watching there, printernomadcast.com slash YouTube. Um, there's a basic and a professional. Uh, it looks like you get a free six-month trial with a professional when you sign up. Um, but so mm-hmm. basic obviously is free um, and the professional is going to be uh, 9 dollars a month, 10 bucks a month or $110 a year. And the difference, of course, if you're on the free plan, then your referral rate is going to be 4%. If you're on the professional, mm-hmm. it's going to be 2%. Okay. Um, and then they've got transaction fees, which is 3% plus 20, 20 cents. So, you know, low transaction, I mean, low fees really, when you think about it, comparatively to, you know, like an Amazon or a Walmart, I mean, it's mm-hmm. a little bit kind of on par with an Etsy fee, um, that they, that they charge as well. Um, and then again, you can do commissions, um, through the how to's and classes that Travis was talking about 6% commission there. Uh, 60% on Michael's purchases. This is if you have the, the premium or the paid plan. Um, and then a class registration revenue split. So you get 80% and they get 20%. So that's a pretty good cool. split. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then of course you got free product listings, class listing limits, unlimited if you're paid, how to list limit is unlimited if you're paid. So lots of interesting opportunities. I think for me, I think probably the most, um, part that I'm the most curious about is leveraging that how to piece of it. If it is how to sublimate a mug, if it is having what what mm-hmm. can you teach that you know, you know, in a print on demand kind of specific niche on this particular platform that would be relevant that people want to know, whether it is a cricket like you said, or
2: mm-hmm. or
1: heat press transfers or or what have you. So yeah. Interesting. It's an interesting foray into the e-commerce space by Michael's kind of, kind of the, I guess, merchant
0: side of, of things, allowing people to sell um, yeah. on, on a platform. Yeah. I mean, and like I was saying, you, you actually, I believe you can list products on this thing. So right. I, I don't know exactly how it, how it all works. I have not signed up for it myself. Um, but right there at the bottom of that page, there's a join now. And um, you can imagine that, you know, since they're new, they're probably going to, just let it open the floodgates and let anybody join. So if you want to yeah. check it out, uh, we'll put this link in our show notes and yeah. uh, you can, you can do yourself a favor and go sign up and then you can tell us how it worked. How it
1: worked. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> yeah. Let us know what you thought of it. Um, Cause it might be the new wild West. Who knows, who knows what's going to happen or be allowed until it's not over there. But yeah, it's, I'm interested if you do guys, if anyone does sign up for it um, let us know yeah, and let so, us know how it goes um, um, you can contact us. Um, you can reply to the, to the weekly email that we send out. You can reply and let us know if, if this is something that you have done or are going to do. Uh, let us know. Uh, we would love to be able to, to interact with you and, and learn more about this platform as well. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, we're going to transition to this week's main event. But before we do that, we have a little bit of an ad From one of our sponsors.
2: In a world where businesses everywhere are trying to make print on demand sales, one podcast goes above and beyond every week to bring the most POD specific information there is. All to help save the day every day. Don't succumb to the enemies of your print on demand business. Sign up today for the print-on-demand cast VIP email at printondemandcast.com slash VIP. This time, it's for real.
0: We'll be right back.
1: Hey, you. Yeah, you listening. Do you like personal finance or real estate? Are you itching to build wealth and create a better life for yourself or your family? then you need to come check out the Life, Money & More podcast with real estate agent, YouTuber,
0: and actor, Sage Weiss. This isn't your average finance show. We dive deep and do not sugarcoat topics around money and life. The Life, Money & More podcast releases two episodes a week just for you, because we're all about helping you
1: win in this crazy world we live in. Come join the thousands of listeners on the Life, Money & More podcast. All right, Travis, this week's main event, we talked about at the top of the show, but the easiest way to expand your POD business. Now, back in episode 172, we talked about the print-on-demand success journey, and in that episode, if you haven't listened to it, go back in the archives, take a listen to that, and then you can come back to this one or listen to this one and then go back. It doesn't matter the order. Um, It is reverse compatible, so you're going to be okay (laughs) either way. Um, but in that episode, um, we outlined four stages of where you might be in your business as well as ways to move on to that to that next stage, right? So mm-hmm. the first one, Travis, is the rookie, uh, or the, the second stage. The second the one, sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. So talk about a little bit like for people who maybe haven't heard episode 172. Yeah, yeah. Define
0: that like rookie
1: bracket. What does that look like if you were to be in that?
0: Sure. So um Maybe, the, maybe you can relate to this if you are in this, uh, or, or you have these characteristics. You, you have between 10 and 100 live uh, print-on-demand listings, um, but you're frustrated because it's just not going well. It's just really slow. You're not seeing um, a lot of sales, really. You're you're really feeling the pressure to create more listings um, because you know, obviously, the more, more you're hoping, at least, the more print-on-demand products and listings you have out there, the more sales you're gonna get that may or may not be true depending on how you're going about it, but you are feeling that pressure. You're, you're probably only selling on one print on demand channel. Um, it's typically either it's, it's Etsy. Uh, A lot of people start off with Etsy, or if you've got a merch by Amazon account, you know, you're selling on merch by Amazon. Those are two totally different, um, platforms, but you're probably only selling on one, maybe two, maybe you have a merch by Amazon and you're doing Etsy, but you're still not seeing that, uh, those sales come through. Um, you've generated maybe a few of them, but you're barely breaking even. Maybe you've bought some, uh, you know, some tools, and so that's taking you know subscriptions to tools that are helping you. But then your few sales, or you're just breaking even, you know. Um, and you're still refining that process of of research, design, uploading, marketing, all of those things that you know you need to be doing, or at least you assume yeah. you need to be doing. And, um, it's just not paying dividends quite yet, but you're in the game. You've started you, you know, and kudos for that, you know? Um, but if you can relate to any of these kind of characteristics, then I think this is the right show for you. You're in the right place. Yeah. You are in the right place.
1: Congratulations. (laughs) You did it. You're here. (laughs) So, uh, moving on, uh, from there, so the question is like, how do you get out of that stage, right? And that if you define right. the stage, and it's like that's great, but what if I don't want to be a rookie forever, well, then you know again, several answers to this uh, back in episode one seventy two. But one of the first ways and one of the easiest ways to right. to start expanding your business is to start selling on new channels. Um, Boom. And there's we a should lot. Should have people- a sound
0: effect there. Oh, we
1: should. We don't. Ha- how do we not have an explosion? <laughs> It's the closest thing. Okay, it's, that'll work. Reality just smacks you in the face because it's the easiest way. I don't know what's <laughs> happening here. I want a queen. So there's a lot of different ways you can you can look at this, and there's a lot of different right. ways to expand. Primarily, we can start with online channels. And Travis, if you remember, you know there's obviously multiple channels to sell on online. But way back, way back in episode two, <gasps> two. Oh, how long ago was that? Three years. My God. Back in episode two. I was a wee you guys, lad. It was. we were little babies. Um, so if you go back and listen to that podcast, let me just say we apologize for any lack of actual audio quality. We were just in a garage. I don't know what it's going to sound like, <laughs> to be completely honest. Um, we were just meeting in a shop at that point because we were just putting action to our thoughts, which is what mattered. So anyway, back then we kind of... Um, did some equating from online channels and maybe like what you might find in a shopping mall right Mm -hmm. yeah it was i thought
0: it was really genius and uh, and we
1: refer to it all the time
0: yeah (laughs) believe it or not believe it or not episode two of the print on demand cast is the most listened to and slash downloaded episode of all of the episodes and i think that's really yeah i mean it's kind of I don't know. It's kind of hard to believe, but I think, you know, as people find a podcast, they go back to the beginning and they're like, what did these guys talk about? And that one's like, which sales channel do you want to sell on or something like that? And they're like, well, I should probably listen to that. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, that, that, um, neither here nor there. Uh, but we did make this list, like you said, of, of of this, these different online sales channels and kind of equated them to different stores. And so if you haven't heard that, um, I'll, we'll just kind of a brief or kind of go through this really quickly, but um, we, so eBay is a place, it's an online sales channel. You can sell print on demand. I actually am selling print on demand. Um, by the way, I, uh, I should probably do an update at some point. I am above my 10,000 listings uh, threshold. They finally, you know, month by month we increased it. And so we have 10,000 products on eBay right now and I think we're paying a month for the privilege and the honor of listing (laughs) on that platform. But we equated eBay to a garage sale. And, that's just because you can literally buy pretty much anything on eBay. You can, you know, it doesn't matter if it's used or new or whatever you, you just disclose it and you can sell it pretty much as long as it's not a gun or alcohol, you know, or I'm sure there's a couple other things that you can't sell, but you get the idea. It's kind of like the garage sale. You just don't know necessarily what you're going to find, but you probably, if you look, you could probably find some pretty interesting crap, you know, (laughs) on eBay. Uh, So that's why we call it the, the, the garage sale of, you know, the online marketplaces.
1: Yeah. The next one that we had in it was Etsy, right? Etsy is like the vintage Mm -hmm. shop, which makes sense. It's a lot of crafted goods and homemade stuff, custom uh, work, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. home decor, like very vintage, the kind of shop that my wife would walk by and immediately go, I'm going to go in here for an undisclosed amount of time. And then I wouldn't see you for an hour or two, but that's the kind of shop that we equated Etsy to. Um, Mm -hmm. The next one, Walmart, was like a store in the mall, like a Jean-Claude Penney or J.C. Penney, for those of you that don't know his full name. It's not his actual full name. Or Dillard's, uh Macy's. Macy's, yep. Because Walmart has a lot. It's not the entire mall, but it's got enough
0: for you to, to go in and, and probably find what you need, <laughs> I guess. And, and, you know, I mean, I'm just thinking about this now, but, like, I feel like we might need to re- uh reclassify Walmart because in the 3 plus years that we've had this podcast their online presence has really grown a ton. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Um they maybe they're two or three stores in the mall now <laughs> worth uh, of uh, products. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we, we we need to revisit that. We'll 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 talk about that uh, offline.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll revise this list and bring you some a new revised list. Uh but the next mm-hmm. one was uh, well, it was merged by Amazon. It's so now merch on demand. Um, mm-hmm. It was kind of like the kiosk in the mall, which I'm sure you've all seen um, mm-hmm. those kiosks that are actually actually printing shirts in the middle of the mall for you. At, right. you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever copyright infringement I image you would love, they will put it on that shirt. They might have, they might have Probably. copyright. To be fair, but i doubt it (laughs) so so we've all seen those that's kind of what's merch by amazon and obviously you know they've expanded their offerings even since we wrote this list three years ago there's lots of other things you can sell and decorate on and so you know it's more than just t-shirts at this point but still nonetheless it is a smaller um offering or kind of like that kiosk where there's yeah it's really down yeah Yeah. you're not going to find anything more than what they offer it's like going to in and out for like a bacon cheeseburger it doesn't exist and it has three things it's gonna be what you're gonna get should we redo this and equate it to restaurants i think so um (laughs) so so next time was like teespring teespring teepublic redbubble are are those also kiosk i I would think so
0: yeah i would think so i think they're kind of that kiosk i mean you know the reason walmart you know has uh, and even etsy has like they're an actual shop or a store is because they have more than just some print on demand stuff you know so like the teespring the TeePublic, public the red bubble the Spreadshirt, the you know all of these other places that um you know royalty based for the most part um platforms so you're going to license your designs to them and they're going to put them on you know whatever products and then they're going to fulfill it they're going to sell it they're the seller of record you're just gonna get a royalty because you license your design to them. I think I feel like those are all kind of like kiosks in the mall. Yeah, yeah you know, sure. because they just have so many mi- they, they only have a s- very specific type of product that they're offering their customers.
1: Yeah. And then the last one on the list was Amazon, and it's still applicable. I think the description still feels right. It mm-hmm. is the whole mall. <laughs> it's the whole <laughs> it has the everything store. everything that you're yeah. gonna possibly need. In it. You can go to the other ones. You can go to Etsy for a vintage shop stuff if you want to support, you know, local business or whatever. But Amazon is the mall. It's the conglomerate of things. If it was a food equivalent, it is the food court that holds all of the other foods in it. <laughs> like but a really like high-end food court, like the one in downtown Denver. Um mm. like it's it's a it's a posh food court, right? It's got everything you're gonna want,
0: but uh it is. But you know what? It, pro- it also has In-N-Out and McDonald's and Burger King, too. You oh, yeah. know, that's the yeah, thing. for sure. They it has it everything. All. Yeah. It has it all of it.
1: Um, no, I just want In-N-Out. I regret bringing up. I I regret. regret There's one three minutes from my house. You want to come over and hang uh, out and you know, go grab a burger? I mean, it's right here. Um.
0: Yeah, but your house is 30 minutes away. Remember, you moved.
1: You're I still did. You know, so it's 33 minutes away from you. <laughs> no, it's still 30. Actually, it's technically closer to the highway than, than I am. But... Um anyway so okay the next the next way you can um expand your business in the online sphere would also be uh influencers and we mm. talk about this frequently and and it's something that you know I have a lot of experience in because it's essentially the business model that I built what for apparel on um mm. when when we launched and that's working with influencers now there's there's a couple ways you can do it obviously we've talked about the influencer marketing where You send an influencer that is maybe in the niche um, that you're selling, that your content's related to, right? If you're a, I don't know, if you're an In-N-Out enthusiast and you're you're for whatever (laughs) reason doing, you know, In-N-Out themed novelty, I don't know, whatever. But you send it to someone in that sphere that's really uh, influential, has a big following, and ask them to, you know, support or. know hold wear a shirt in one of their videos or whatever that's one way you can do it you will Mm -hmm. have to pay them probably (laughs) a referral fee or something because they're going to want a cut of whatever traffic they send you that's one way to do it the other way to do it was what i did which is reach out to influencers directly and produce the merch for them to sell to their audience right Um, and so you can figure out a percentage based deal or a flat rate deal or whatever it looks like, depending on where you're selling, um, what your margins look like. It's going to be different dependent on what platform you're on. But Mm -hmm. that's where the lion's share of success that I had within with what for apparel came from in that type of, of influencer marketing. Um, I targeted Mm -hmm. because I'm a professional wrestling fan. I know that professional wrestling fan loves, love merch. And I know professional wrestlers, need merch to sell to the fans that love the merch so Mm -hmm. um, i worked with a guy's name is chris bay um, and he is uh, an independent wrestler who's been on a couple of a part of a couple of big companies but he reached out to us and actually i was working with with what for apparel and then that that translated over to when i was with uh, make your mark design um, and filling and fulfilling his orders and he would order in bulk he didn't have an online store Mm -hmm. but he would order 50 to 100 shirts at a time to take with him to these different shows that he was going to um, a TikTok influencer, you know, was another guy I worked with. His name was Nike Finesse. Mm-hmm. He opened a store and sold a crap ton of of merch that I produced for him. So I'm producing it. I'm not doing any of the marketing. He's right. marketing to his people. I'm just fulfilling what comes in and taking, uh, giving him his cut or percentage or whatever. Again, depending on what you what you figure out, depending on the platform, but it's a way that you can grow your business without really, all you have to do is sell yourself to the influencer. Um, mm-hmm. And then the influencer sells the product to the mass market, which he already has a, he or she already has a relationship with. So that's the beauty of influencer marketing. Now the downside of influencer marketing is it is a little bit of a coin toss. Um, mm-hmm. Not all influencers are created equal. And I think, and I've shared this before in past podcasts, but um, not all influencers are are marketers. <laughs> Just say that. It's not uh it's not a guarantee. The fact that they're influencers isn't indicative of them being a marketer. They could have become uh you know viral or gotten a lot of followers because of the content they're producing and they didn't even think about the marketing piece. And so there is a hit and miss and if you guys want more information I, mean, I I'd be happy to dive deeper into this, what to look for, how to look for. I think we have an episode on it in the archives, but you know it's something that I'm I'm willing to chat more about if you're interested about how to do this and how to get it started. We I'd love to start a conversation um with you guys. And so if you're interested. But just know that. Just because I have a big following like I thought when I landed my first podcast <laughs> account, um I thought it was it. The ship the ship was coming in and it did not. Mm-hmm. The ship sank. And uh, then I had to go find more influencers so so um but yeah you can do and you can also do fulfillment for podcasters other sellers even i know we have friends travis that have had luck
0: in like local restaurants right Mm -hmm. yeah so um we have a an episode um influencer marketing 201 that's uh Ah uh, yes, it's episode one sixty. If you want to check that out, that kind of dives a little bit more into what Josiah was saying. It's also the the best famous John episode that you may <laughs> want to fast forward through if you don't give a crap. Um, <laughs> but it's entertaining, and you'll know yeah. you'll uh, have your pick. It's kind of entertaining. Um, no, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, like local places, like restaurants, you know, need these types of you know they need products. You know, I've, um, we've fulfilled for several different restaurants in our area. Um, But of course, you know, restaurants, they're not necessarily, they don't necessarily have an online presence, although you can, um, and we've talked about this a little bit, uh, you could, if you have like a Merch by Amazon, or sorry, Amazon Merch on Demand account, you can create a private page and then get like a QR code that goes to that page for that specific T-shirt or you know product that they want to sell, and then do like a Taco Tuesday, and you know, and every time someone wears the or T-shirt Tuesday, and they wear the T shirt Taco t- T-shirt T-shirt. Oh, okay. You get that's yeah, way are too you, much alliteration for me. Are, are you having? Is it are you a okay? Stroke? You know, I'm a fine. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm just thinking of tacos. I'm yeah. excited about tacos, man. You know, you got In-N-Out, you got tacos. Anyway. <laughs> you do a t-shirt Tuesday and whoever comes in gets tacos for 20% off or 30% off or whatever. And you yeah. make that agreement with the, the, um, you know, the, the restaurant, and then you get a cut, maybe they get a cut when anybody buys it and then they get free advertising. Um, and you know, it's a win, win. Yep. So it's a win, win, win. I want a
2: win Exactly.
0: So that's one way you can do that with, you know, online, even though it's still local, but um, that does lead us to kind of the other way that you can expand your POD business, um, not online, but literally selling offline, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. There's local businesses out there that don't know what they don't know when it comes to merch, you know? Um, Now, I did this when I had a, you know, Make Your Mark had a, had a location, you know, for uh, well, we had one in Longmont and we had one in Broomfield and, and I created a Google listing for Make Your Mark design in Broomfield. And so I started getting, um, I started getting people calling us and, um, you know, asking us to do merch, you know, you don't have to have a physical location to do that. You could plant your Google flag at your house in whatever locate locale you are put a phone number. Hopefully it's a business line. Maybe you could even, you know, get a Google line, a Google phone line. So it yeah. rings especially on your phone, You're, you know, you could just still use your cell phone. Um, you know, put some pictures up of some things that you've done as people start calling you. It's, it's literally as easy as that. When you plant your, I was, I didn't understand this, but when I planted my Google flag and claimed <laughs> my location I, I made a lot of money because of that. And it's all free. That's the cool thing. They can message you. They can do all kinds of things. They call you, uh, email you, all of those things. And it's, it's all free. You just go on Google and claim your location as a business. You will make sales Yeah, or at least the phone will ring. It's up to you to make the sales.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It'll at least, you know, it casts the net for you. You just have to bring the fish in the boat. Um, essentially, so the other thing you can do is uh, you know rotary club, chamber of Com- commerce, business roundtables, those mm-hmm. kinds of of groups that are in your local area, um, because uh, and Travis and I will we will beat this drum all day. Networking is is huge. It's massive. Um, again, we've got a lot of episodes on networking as well, and the importance of networking. You know, Travis. Just a and I couple just episodes got, ago, just yeah, not not that long ago. Um, Travis and I just got back from a a, um, a, a trade show in Orlando and, and networking, and I'm excited to see what comes from from that as well. So you just never know. Networking is huge. And the thing about those groups is most of the time they will only allow maybe one or two of some sort, like a business roundtable group, for example. I don't know that the Mm -hmm. Chamber of Commerce is necessarily necessarily as curated um, in terms of membership, but some of the places, um, like my sister is a part of a business roundtable where she lives in Alabama, and they only allow one or two of each kind of trade or profession. So they have... A couple electricians and you know, mm-hmm. a couple, you know, contractors and one insurance guy. And the benefit of, of being a part of that is that you start to refer people to one another because they're going to be interacting with customers. Heck, they mm-hmm. themselves might need T-shirts and merch for their business. So that's like mm-hmm. a treasure trove in and of itself. Right. and then they will recommend you if they know someone that needs something and with people they're talking to and you return the favor. So that networking can be massive. It's episode one seventy nine, two episodes ago, we talked about the importance of networking. Um, it's, it's massive. So look into yep. that. Um, even if it's not, you know, a limited entry type thing, any kind of networking in general, just getting out sure. there, shaking hands, getting to know people, getting into the community, massive.
0: Yeah, have a business card on you. You know, yep. I mean, um I had a lot of uh, and still do have a lot of connections with different uh, businesses that found us because like th- there's one guy that works for a company uh, that goes to my church and I, you know, he found out that I was doing, you know, print on demand or I was doing printing and we did a ton of business with him and then yeah. there was another uh, another company that um, one of my employees, her husband, um, was in charge of getting merch for their business. Yeah. And so I would never have known that had she actually brought the business in. But um, so you never know who knows who and how that can benefit you in your business. Because remember, uh, don't let imposter syndrome sink in. You know, you're not an imposter. You know something about this business. You know something about print yeah. that most people don't. I know it seems commonplace to you, but you know, more than 99% of the people on the planet about yep. printing, believe it yep. or not, that's true. Yep. So you actually can serve those people. Even if you are in a drop ship model, it's yep. possible. You can figure that out. You might not make as great a margins as if you were actually making the stuff all your own, but right. there's still some business. There's still some meat on the bone, um, You know, and why not just have some cards? They cost hardly anything, and just have them. Right. You never know when you have the ability to to get some business. So, uh, all that to just continue to beat the drum that networking is super important to any business, and just because you're online doesn't mean it's not important to yours.
1: Correct. Absolutely. The last one here, locally speaking, or offline rather, ways to expand is like local craft fairs, farmers markets, etc. This is something again, make your mark design has done in the past. I did a couple, I did one with you, one with Tate. Yep. Um, and obviously you bring you take products to make sales there. And I can tell you that, you know, we we kind of had, I guess, a little shtick to the booth, right? Like people could pick a hat, they could pick the leather patch. And then right then and there we'd sublimate it for them and it's a you know hat on demand type thing and people just enjoy the experience of of being a part of that creation process which is a cool way to draw them into the table but you're you're selling other stuff as well right so you're obviously making sales however again making connections is another form of networking you're making mm-hmm. connections you don't know someone could walk up to the table and say hey you guys do hats awesome i Run a local rec hockey league and, or, you know, peewee football or whatever. And the next thing you know, right. You're doing 300, you're doing jerseys, you're <laughs> doing apparel, you're doing swag for an entire team of, mm-hmm. of athletes because you happen just to set up a booth on, on a street
0: corner at a farmer's market. And then you made that connection. Exactly. Yeah. That actually that is a real life example. Um, <laughs> we did provide hats for an entire hockey league and it was really cool. It was a big sale paid for the entire season of uh, right. what we paid to be involved in that marketplace. Now it didn't right. pay necessarily for the time that we spent setting up and tearing down and all sure. that, but, but it definitely, but the the entry fee. <laughs> yes. And then, but we had so many of things like that, maybe not 350 every single time, but sure. we would have 10, 20, 30 products that we would do after the fact, because we were there, and we were handing out our cards and people were contacting us because yep. we were a legit business. And yep. that's how it works.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, and some of the, some of that fruit, as far as like the, the seeds planted in that networking phase or that connections phase, you might get sales three, four, five, six months down the line a year right. later. But you've established that connection. You've established that relationship and then you nurture it and touch base. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. nurture that water that eventually that fruit's going to come because they're going to need it. So it might not be, you know, you might not pay dividends immediately, but that the the payoff will be down the line. It's not,
0: maybe not immediate, but it'll be there. Um, Exactly. So like, I was just going
1: to go ahead. No, you go. Well, I was just
0: going to say, so like we, we talked a lot about, you know, kind of, the local aspect. And so there's a lot of you are like, I have no time to, you know, yeah. beat yeah. doors down and knock on doors and all that stuff. Um, you know, I, I, I will again, just say, get some business cards at least, you know, and, yep. and just have them available. Cause that can come up anytime. But I do feel like we said, Hey, this is the easiest way to expand your, your print on demand business. And I want to make sure that, um, that, point or that, you know, promise has been made and I I think we could go all the way back to cuz most of our listeners are you're selling online right now. You're selling on Etsy. You're maybe selling on Merch by Amazon, whatever you're selling on, you're doing some of that online and the real easiest way to expand your print on demand business is to move to another channel. Just yeah. if you're selling on Etsy, why not start on Walmart? Why not start on Amazon? I know there's things that you have to do in order to get to those places but at least understand what they are and make the business decision of, of whether or not that's worth it. And, and maybe if you're in that, you know, you you only have a hundred listings. Well, you would have 200 listings if you were on Walmart, right? You would have 300 listings if you were on Walmart and Amazon. Do you get the idea yeah. here? So you, that is the literal easiest way to expand your business. Now yeah. there's, Like we've said, there's a lot of other things. And maybe we'll talk about some of those things on future episodes. You can probably find, you know, in our past episodes uh, as well. But I wanted to deliver on the promise that this is the easiest way to expand your print on demand business. Now you can continue to make or make more products and put them on the same channel you're already selling. Yeah. But the, the problem with that, first of all, it's, it's, it's not bad. That's a good thing. You know, you should be doing that. But one of the problems with that is that the same types of people are seeing your listings. If you go from Etsy to Amazon, that's a different type of buyer. If you go from Amazon to Walmart, again, that's a different type of buyer. And so you're, you're putting these products out there that you've already invested the time and effort to create all the mock-ups, all the descriptions, all the art files, all of that stuff. You're putting them in front of more and more people and so that I just wanted to say that before we kind of ramp down, um, because it really, really is the easiest way to expand your print on demand business, at least in my mind.
1: Yeah. And I can't believe that I'm going to be the one to say this. But if you listen to past episodes, you will know that if you start building an organization structure at the beginning, when you're on your first <laughs> platform <laughs> and you do spreadsheets and you have all that information organized, uh, then Transferring everything, all your listings to a new a new platform is going to be super easy. You've already done the work in the design process and getting things set up. The lion's share is done, so you can you can triple the amount of listings you have with a couple clicks of a button or adjusting Mm -hmm. a couple you know data fields. But it's not going to be arduous because you've already done the lion's share of the work. So that's why it really is the easiest way. Last week we talked a lot about maximizing your assets. Well, you already have 100 designs because you've listed them on platform a put those same 100 designs on platform b they're not there right now so Hmm. instantly double your listing number maximize your assets off is basically what i'm telling you to do (laughs) um and that's the easiest way to uh well said yeah thank you and yeah i was surprised you didn't go into the spreadsheet thing because that's like that's your thing but uh i I beat you to it (laughs)
0: You did. Yep. You did. You stole my thunder. I I I think in the, in the end, you know, um, there are plenty of ways to expand, you know, I mean, you you can, uh, you could definitely expand other sales channels online. You know, you could go the influencer route or you could start, you know, beating the pavement and, and, and literally getting yourself out there see if there's a chamber of commerce or a, a rotary club or whatever, you know, those types of things and, and spend more time networking, um, you know, I mean, so there's plenty of ways to expand and, and you know what, if you just want to, uh, drop ship your print on demand and you don't ever want to talk to anyone, that's totally fine, but at least decide what the next channel is that you're going to get onto because yeah. that should be on your roadmap. Um, yep. one way or the other, maybe it's not right now. Maybe it's, you know, when you have 500 listings or, uh, you know, a thousand listings or whatever, or it's, not this month because of X, Y, Z in your personal life that's happening. And maybe it's three months from now or whatever, just have that plan and challenge yourself to actually expand. Um, And you'll be glad you did, you know, it might be hard, might be challenging, but Hey, we're here for you. We're here to help (laughs) you out as you uh, move into that stuff. So um, yeah, just make a plan and follow through with the easiest way to expand your print on demand business.
1: Yep. Absolutely. So that will wrap it up for this week's main event. Thank you guys so much for for sticking in there and listening to another uh, episode of the print on demand cast. Hopefully this was helpful for you. Uh, And again, uh, if you haven't already, printondemandcast.com slash VIP is where you can go to sign up for our weekly newsletter. Uh, It's a great way to stay in the loop even when, uh, you know, information that's not on the show or tips and tricks not on the show will be in the newsletter and you can respond and communicate with us that way um, but we'd be super thankful to have you a part of that as well um, so you can just be a part of the totality of the print on demand cast family on all the platforms including print slash vip so travis anything else before we officially send this one home
0: I think that's going to be it. I would love for you guys to sign up for the VIP email list. You get a uh, the annual design calendar, which kind of helps you figure out what you should be designing for at what time of year. Um, that's you know our gift to you. Uh, if basically it's a trade for your email, um, and then you know you can check out our, our weekly uh, our weekly newsletter that, like you said, goes into more more stuff about the podcast. But then if we have special announcements, if we have other things, something else comes up, we're definitely going to let you know um, there as well.
1: All right. Well, thank you guys again for listening. And so until next time for Travis, I'm Josiah. We'll see you right here on the print on demand cast. See ya.
2: In a world where businesses everywhere are trying to make print-on-demand sales one podcast goes above and beyond every week to bring the most pod specific information there is all to help save the day every day don't succumb to the enemies of your print-on-demand business Sign up today for the print-on-demand cast VIP email at printondemandcast.com VIP. This time, it's for real.